evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is for the week of August 8th. This is Anything Goes. Uh, my co-host tonight, of course, is Dave Martin in the corner, ready for an attack. Oh, yes, I am, yeah, Darren. With, a, with British flag <laughs> t-shirt already. I'm so glad we did not wear the same British flag t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. You have the, I you got have the phone the, call. You, I, I was almost tempted to do that. Yeah, yeah. That would have been great for the photos one of, after one the of show. Your, uh, one of your few t-shirts that I do... Uh, always recognize. Yeah, exactly. Is that one. And also uh, in the hot seat in the middle is Christina Walkinshaw's here tonight. Holler. Hi, everybody. Good to be here. Uh, You've got some tremendous sun lately. Yeah. I know. I've been playing lots of tennis. I've been walking a lot. And and you were saying you were doing that to lose what? My the tennis? O- uh, the tennis I'm playing maybe to lose my Oprah arms. No, 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 what, is, what is the idea of the Oprah arms? The, the flab? Arm. Yeah, it's arm pad. Lots of ladies have it. Right. A lot yeah. of ladies. And tennis, <laughs> and tennis is good for that? Well, I'm going to see about that. But I just like tennis. I just think it's fun. Right. Okay. Well, tennis and, and what are you, the tricep dip ones, aren't they? Aren't they I hear tricep dips are good for Oprah arms, yeah. Okay. But I is there some kind of Kegel while. exercise for your armpit you could do that could also work that, <laughs> that thing out? I think Kegel is a Kegel is a muscle much lower than I know that, but there's, I'm saying the same apparatus that you use for that. Couldn't you use like that in your armpit for the fucking... I don't think right. the thigh master has ever been used for the vagina area. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you know, the thing, yeah, the, the, the thigh master. Yeah. yeah, they're not for, those are for your thighs, not for your vagina. But I thought there was like the, the big thing at one point where people were using that for that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that I'm was, just, maybe I'm that dreaming. Was, that was the buzz that was on the streets. <laughs> Leave the street. it to you boys to take a conversation about tennis and bring it back to a oh, okay. vagina. All right, fine. Fair no, enough. <laughs> But you do you do uh, reference your bang. you do reference your Oprah arms in a bit, don't you? Yes, I do. And you were and we were talking yeah. earlier about the sh- uh, during the show that if you continue to play tennis, that you might lose your Oprah arms and Wait. you might lose that bit, which would be amazing because of course I I'm still a girl, not mm-hmm. just a comedian, and I'm very insecure about my bod. Right. Well, I, I want to lose what the Oprah what, arms, but really, but and what that does, joke. Oh my God! Every time it does well, I know that I freaking have the bad fat arms. If you lose the arms, what will Stedman think? I know. Really? The Stedman in your life, what will he think? But I, well, I've heard hand jobs. Now you're doing the hand job thing. That, must, think, be, that must be good for the Oprah arms. Yeah, what think, if I gave hand jobs every day, right? I would totally right. get rid of the yeah. do Oprah hand, arms. Do, do, uh, Is that hand, how you do it? I, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a very big dude that you're with. Yeah, that's I don't the know. Case. I like to bend at the end. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I forget nobody could see what I'm doing yeah, right now. He's, he's radio. He's I'm really fuck, good at radio. He's fucked around a lot of corners to get that uh, cur- <laughs> curvature in his, his in his penis. Um, but do 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 hand jobs eventually turn into blow jobs, or can you? Is it possible for you just to give a straight <laughs> HJ and no BJ involvement? I know. I think I. Uh, I don't know. I. I think I'm 33. I think I'm a little too old to just do the hand job. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel was, like that's something you can get away with in like your early, early 20s. I think. Or something. I think a lot of hand but jobs no, start like, at out. This point, yeah, then as, it starts it out. As going to be maybe a blowjob, but then the guy is so quick that it just stays a hand job. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. pretty disappointing. If if <laughs> if you can't hold out until she's just like, oh, this is boring. I'm going to use my mouth now. Yeah, exactly. But I uh, the one thing I, I did some uh, sets uh, this weekend at the uh, Mississauga Yuck Yucks, and uh, I came to the conclusion that I think uh, stand-up comedians and priests are the only ones that don't want priests to stop fucking boys. First of, right. all, first of all, because the amount of jokes that every comedian yes. has yes. about uh, a kid fucking that yep. you know the comic 
Mark's going to wake up one day and pick up the papers like, what? The priests have stopped fucking boys? That's half my axe. What am I going to do <laughs> right. now? How am I going to get my hockey tickets? Or how am I going to get you know head of the altar boy? Right. Or, how are, I got to write a new closer yeah. about, all about, uh, about uh, priests and boy rape. So. Um, I did have a, uh, I had a, uh, a moment uh, the other day on uh, stage where I started telling a joke and uh, at the beginning of telling it, you know, I think every time you start telling a new joke, you don't always have the exact wording sure. thought out True. properly. And also you maybe don't always have a clear concept of, is this a proper joke to tell in front of uh, a room full of strangers? Because we've talked before, Darren, about how, you know, comics are exposing more parts of their life. And you said that there are, there are comics that go a little bit too far and expose yep. shit that people just don't want to know about. Right, they're not comfortable with, yep. And uh, have you guys ever yelled out someone else's name during sex? Has that ever happened at all? I definitely don't think I have. Uh, no. I think I, I, well, I did, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, I, I have muttered someone's name before. Right. Was the name anybody we know or no? Uh, the name that I muttered? Yeah. Well, uh, the name that I muttered was my uh, my ex, Heather. Okay. And the person that I was having sex with at the time was not named Heather, so. <laughs> um, and so, then, uh, wow. So, so, okay, so I, 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 I muttered the name Heather, and I, I knew that in my head, and I was like, oh, my fuck, oh, I hope she didn't hear that. And then uh, later on, after the... Uh, uh, sexy time explosion. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> Fun time, sexy explosion. I yeah. love it. Have you been to Japan or something? Yeah, I know. I know. That's a, a new anime. Uh, sexy time explosion. So, and afterward, <laughs> afterward, she asked me what I said uh, during our, the, our our sex act. I don't know why I'm speaking like it's an episode of Criminal Minds or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I, she asked me what I said, and I and I was scrambling for a word that sounded like. Heather, but wasn't Heather because I knew Heather was a bad name to say. Feather. And so I know. So what I said was uh, the word I said was whatever, which is That's even probably worse. That is worse <laughs> than Are you saying. Fucking kidding me? I'm. I. I whatever. I, whatever I, we're doing right I, now. I, I basically said the word I, I yelled out while my penis was inside of you was the word that teenagers use for yeah. indifference. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like I'm actually <laughs> fucking her and going say to the hand oh, whatever whatever. Jesus. Like, am I fucking that much that just, oh, this again, my cock's in a woman? Oh, my God. Whatever. I once called out, when I was a teenager, I called out, Mom? But that was just to check if they were there. I thought they came home early. <laughs> what? So, but, you know, I had to explain that to her. No, no, I just thought my parents came home. That's... And what if your mom had come through your door with a grilled cheese sandwich or something like that and saying, oh, are you, would you like I like how you, you always add things that would make it better for you with a grilled cheese sandwich, <laughs> like you've thought it through. My mom did come through with a grilled cheese sandwich. Well, I, I, I didn't so think bad. it through, but you I'm You did think like, it through. Well, okay, maybe. You I added the grilled cheese sandwich. Well, because that's- Because that's slang mother... for women's vagina. No, right? no, no, it's not. Grilled it's, cheese well, sandwich. It is to yeah. some people. Yeah. Maybe fucking Jackie the Joke Man Martling, maybe it is. But, yeah. Uh, I would, no, I would just think, well, if your mom had to come in through the door, then I would have said, well, she's eating something. Thing. So wait, was the point of this story that you were telling it on stage in Mississauga and you're still trying to work it out as a bit? Uh, or were these two of? stories not connected and I what, wasn't listening? What, Darren fucking or, no. or me fucking? <laughs> no, you said that name during sex. Are you trying right. to write a bit about that? Because you were just saying. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm trying to write a story. I, I did try to write a bit about right. it, because it, but it is a story that came from uh, a real place. No, right. I know. Yeah. I like to write everything from real places. Sure. Uh, like I said, I, I'm working on that new joke about a tragic one night stand I had in Ottawa like a couple months ago which was so embarrassing, but I've only done it on stage now three times. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like people can read you, like read it so well when it's that true and that detailed and honest that then they just kind of laugh because it's obviously very true. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, well, you know, there was a big story uh, in on the internet, I guess, this, today. I'm not sure if that happened last night, but uh, stand-up comedian Tignataro, <gasps> yeah, right? I was going to bring this up. You know, was was working through some issues in her real life, and it, it, you could hear kind of a pin drop throughout the crowd. And a couple comics, Bill Burr and Louis C.K., tweeted today about how amazing it was. Yeah, you know, it wasn't severely funny, but it was very poignant yeah. and engaging. And sometimes, you know, stand-up is supposed to be that. And from right. the world I come from, it's not always about the laughs. I know if other people don't agree with that, but I do. I believe that. Is if you're in the moment and you're telling the truth, that can be just as good as engaging as, you know, totally. uh, a little ha-ha joke that, uh, you know, we just kind of throw out there. Yeah, we were talking about that. That's crazy. That I, so. I've, I've only had one one-night stand and, uh, <laughs> and one it ended stand. in a handshake. It ended in a handshake. Okay, we got to get going. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. Uh, unfortunately, we were out of time because we have a very big show this week. Uh, our guest, we didn't even say off the top, normally we do. We have uh, Now Magazine comedy reviewer Glenn Sumi is going to be in for the third segment. And our second segment... Uh, uh, right after the break is going to be uh, rap duo Rick and Chuck have a new song out and a new video on YouTube. It is so controversial. We at XM are not even allowed to play it. So we're going to talk to them, uh, probably get them to quote a couple lines before we get into trouble. But uh, back from the break is Rick and Chuck and then Glenn Sumi. So please keep it on here. Yay. Like the pillow, it's going in dry. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is Matt Billen. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Lap Attack on Sirius XM. Even when you're a star, a punch in the head is still a punch in the head. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, welcome back from the break. And joining us in the studio, once again, their second appearance on our show, Rick and Chuck have a new song out. Uh, we can't play it. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But they're both in the studio. And before the break, we were talking about, Dave, your question. So let's ask oh, them. Oh, well, about calling out someone else's name uh, during sex. Yeah. Is that ever, that's never happened to you guys? No, uh, I've never called out another girl's name. Just uh... What about a dude? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't like to say uh, any names. What at about all. tourist attractions in your city? Yeah. <laughs> Skydome. Yeah, take or, me to Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or I'll or take you to Wonderland. Uh. I try not to learn <laughs> the names of Wonderland, the people yeah. that I'm having sex with. So it makes it easier. Yeah, to, it's to, easier uh, to just not learn. Their, find their name out afterwards. Just say the, the the money's on the bedside table. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good run in college. Get me and this kid would. Uh, oh man, you know. Yeah, just or, or, box. or you just or just rename every girl that you're with. Get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's get, right, out yeah. get out. Get out. Get uh, out. Did you? Uh, <laughs> did Darren wanted to uh, bring you guys. You do have another uh, a single out. Yes. Do you yeah. even call them singles when they when stuff gets dropped on YouTube? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, I guess you can. Singles, video. Because you can still because you can download the song on Comedy Records, right? Yeah, As yeah, a single, you, you can download well. it on RickandChuck.com. Okay. Um, which also has the video on it. Uh, but yeah, it's a new song on YouTube. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash Rick and Chuck and find it. Okay, and yeah. it's called it's called Wee's Innocent? Wee's yeah. Innocent, yeah. It's the follow-up to Wee's Hod. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what, uh, now, we can't apparently play it on yes. uh, XM3U. Yeah. Yes, I love that Uncensored, so I know, uncensored. I know we can't play uncensored. it, it's fun. What's the show called? Anything Goes? Anything Goes. Almost Anything Goes. Almost Anything Goes. <laughs> Almost anything goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does that disappoint you guys? Uh, I mean, a little bit, but it's also sure. like with what we're trying to do is... is it's kind of working. It's great. For sure like it is. When, like the, the fact that the last one we couldn't play, right? Yeah. We had to tell people it's so yeah. controversial. Go and check it out yourself. And yeah. you definitely got a bit of a bump. Yeah. And, and anything, anyone, any talks on, on air about it, you can't play it. I'm that flattered. just breeds. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's good to get censored from uncensored radio. It makes you feel like you're doing something right. Or even right. hate mail and that kind of stuff. I can't wait to start getting that. That's yeah, what protesters. I'm really now, for, now uh, it's been what six months group. since the first single. Has yeah. it been about six months? Yeah, just yeah. about six months. And yeah. was there any hate mail from that first one? Uh, I mean, there's like you know, it's YouTube that it's on, so sure. there's always like negative comments. Uh, but they don't have today, our mailing there's address. Actually, a lot so. of good comments. Yeah. yeah, people yeah. are really liking the the second one for the most part. I mean, it's you know, it's got a big green bar and a very little red bar, so that's always a good thing on YouTube. Right. Yeah. You know, you know what the the funniest is always on like the Pornhub when a, a video of uh, two people fucking has a, like a gigantic red bar yeah. of dislikes. That's yeah. Yeah. my favorite too. You got to check it out. I couldn't jerk off to this at all. Yeah. How grainy is that picture? Yeah. 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 This girl uh, talked to me recently about taping us having sex, and originally I was like, "What you and Rick and Chuck, or no, were you me, and me and the woman?" I'd be into it. I mean, I'm into it. That would get Band too, I yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> that would well, deter our fans a little bit, I think, too. If we just sort of banging each other, I think that'd probably videos. be the most alternative thing that you could do if you yeah. like uh, in your schoolboy uniforms, uh, banging each other. Yeah. It'll come out eventually when we have to. You can have your own float yeah. of the pride parade, yeah, yeah, that'd be great, actually. When we have to answer all the critics with whether or not we're truly homophobic people, we'll just start fucking each other, you know. That's the best answer, is that or, or is it well, well depend? I guess it depends on your attitude while you're two or yeah, fucking. if we do it sarcastically, then they no, can no, tell, no, but... ecstasy, big smiles. <laughs> Yeah. Just throw out a lot of whatevers while you're yeah. inside your house. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I'll just, call, I'll just call him Heather and we'll Not be fine. Not when I'm fucking him. If I'm fucking him, he's going to be in complete ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no Pain it first. Pain it first. Yeah. But eventually. Do your parents watch your videos? Um, my mom wanted to. She wanted to play it at the office because she was all proud. And I was like, no, mom, don't ever see His Catholic just... mother. Yeah, yeah, my parents are pretty right. Catholic. Like, I actually went to a Catholic school growing up. That's how we got the uniforms. And... Yeah, my mom and dad, I try to keep them in the dark about everything, really. Sure. And my dad's really XM, proud of me. Luckily, so yeah. I can say a lot of bad things. But what, do, what does your dad do then that he's so proud? What oh, does he do he's for a me? lawyer. He's a family lawyer. Oh, he's, and he's thinking dollar signs. He's thinking yeah, lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. No, he's just, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's just super proud of everything that I do, whether it's, it's like, you know, pa. nice and wholesome stuff or uh, talking about, like, murdering and, and, and getting with lots of girls and stuff. Right. You know? Whatever it is. Now, is there ever going to be uh, a Rig and Chuck slow jam? Like, I want to hear, like, you know, is it going to be a slow jam? I think uh, we're really into the idea of doing improvisational scat numbers with all of our songs and turning nice. them into, like, improv jazz scat songs. Oh, okay, so not, like, scatological, like you're throwing poo at each other. No, <laughs> no, 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 that's no, what I thought. No. Yeah. I, always think, I always thought jazz musicians must hate that. You know, if that's yeah. your real skill is, like, the, the yeah. skit-scatty stuff. And... boop Sorry. Oh, you mean where, the, where you guys uh, pee? On, where you guys pee on each other? No, 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 the no, jazz no, no, scat. Yeah, yeah. no, cool scatting. You know, the gibberish one. The uh, now, uh, how do you? Okay, now if someone confronts you and says that, like, okay, I get your first video and I get what you're trying to do with the second one, but they don't think. Uh, well, I mean, okay, I personally don't think that you balance the 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 the, the cute side of your two characters yeah. enough with your sort of <laughs> like. Uh, you know, your, miso your misogynist, yeah, Mr. Hyde part, your, uh, you know, uh, potential yeah. rapist qualities. Yeah. To There isn't a balance. I mean, some people think Here, that you yeah. need one, and some people think that you don't. Well, I yeah. think well, it's if, a three-minute song compared three, to yeah, like I mean, a ten-second little sketch where we're kids playing. So, yeah, that's going to be... Like, unless we made a three-minute video at the beginning of us being little kids. We are going to be coming out with some sketch videos, though, on the channel soon. Just, like, you know, 30, 40-second right. funny little videos of us in character as Rick and Chuck, the little kids, just to sort of paint the picture better yeah, of, of who these characters are. videos again, because I find that, like, the first one got a lot of response on yeah. YouTube with hits, and then we wanted to put another video out right away, like a month or two later, but making an entire music video. It was a two-day shoot and a lot of crew and yeah, it was cast a, it was and a... stuff, so getting that together um, was a bit tough. So between that, we throw out little, like, scenes just to keep the channel buzzing, I guess, with, with, right. with content. Yeah, but it would be weird if... if uh... 
Like there has to be an imbalance, you know. Well, and then what's like what? I mean, obviously you're showing more sides of of you guys as the. Uh, as sort of like the the, the gangster element, you know, yeah. tying the, the chick up to the teacher up to the chair, and like, but do you guys even worry about? Oh, hey, maybe we should show some more stuff about us being nerds, so the other shit doesn't seem so mean or it. even more mean because you are yeah. the little kids at the same time. I, I mean, we put the, the face uh, paint on in this one. You know, we yeah. had little That's little sort face of a paint joke on. For ICP or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. kind of making fun of rappers yeah. that put face paint right. on and, and how silly we are, but. I, mean, no, I think if, if we keep the video, like, there's a lot of bright colors in it. We wrap in front of, like, um, there's a nice graffiti wall where it's just flowers, really. So it's kind of, you know, gangster rappers like to wrap in front of graffiti walls, and we'll go to some nice bright daisy. Even though we're saying the most horrifying things, I think sure. there's a lot of bright colors, and we got smiles on our face doing it in the Catholic uniforms, then there's an overall essence of innocence, and then we can say whatever we want in that, you know. There's a balance there, I guess. Because, like, at the end of the video, when the girls actually start talking to you, you guys get choked up. Yeah. Right. And there's always a part of... I know, it comes from a, a real place. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a part of <laughs> yeah, me that's always sort of like, I'd like to see more of that so you guys It's coming, yeah, it's coming. You don't We're, seem you. as much like, you know, the you know the two Violent. Columbine shooters, right, you cool. know, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, but, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. It's, it's its own personal thing. I mean, yeah. how you guys want to... Yeah, where, you know, where the line is for Dave and where the line is for me is different <laughs> and where the line yeah. is for you guys who are doing it. And until you put it out there, you don't know where... I don't want to say the, the real line should be, but until you get feedback, you don't sure. know, right? Yeah, you just got to hope for the best before right. the feedback. I think right. mainly it's that we just like rapping a lot. Like, we really, really enjoy uh, writing hip-hop songs yeah, we've actually uh, got like 16 songs um, yeah so right. we only put a couple videos out but i think over time we're going to keep pumping these videos out and yeah and i mean unless you know we are toying with the idea of writing like a completely clean song called detention where you know we had to for our teachers and our priest and everybody in the right. school we've horrified it's our punishment to, i see to me that that's interesting because like even for me i'm going to do another dvd and i'm even toying with the idea of not a single swear word on it right yeah still do controversial things or yeah. whatever i do but not a single f-bomb or anything right. yeah. because that's always the thing that's going to be thrown at you guys right, right. is right. the right. language and the harsh imagery if right. you can't do it without that yeah even though i think that's bullshit but i still right. want to Same. see if i can do it exactly yeah. whether yeah, i do it or the, not that's different but yeah. at least try that was the thing yeah well, where we can write a song, like you know, we think we're good enough at just rapping in general. Mm -hmm. Not that like, whatever, tutor on horns, but we think we can write a song that's got funny, good lines in it, that's entertaining and engaging, that's got not one swear word in it at all. Right. Just to like show, you know. But I mean, it's uh, it's clearly a choice that we're like we want to write really edgy, disgusting. Sure. Rhymes, it is hard for me know? to start rhyming, and the second I start like coming up with rhymes, that's. The first and second one might be nice and clean, and then all of a sudden it starts getting to like, yeah. And then I'll fuck your mother. Yes, it's yeah. Just yeah. this dark side comes. Out well, you know, no, no one's asking Eminem. You know, the reality is no one's asking Eminem to do a Barney song. You know, it's right. only yeah, yeah. something that doesn't have the credibility of a long career yeah. before you start getting called on it. I mean, yeah, again, yeah. we've got a lot of people that really, really like this stuff. Again, you know, the green bar is bigger than the red sure. bar on YouTube. Yeah. So I mean, there's also the risk too that you put out that clean one, and then yeah. all of your fans are like, "You sold out. That's yeah, crap. I don't like it." Yeah, there's a time to sell it. out. A, yeah, you know, I mean, from now. we're yeah. like. A couple songs in here at least on the internet so it's definitely or you know what to... maybe the imagery is all horrible maybe you are amongst bodies of blood and horrible things but the, what you're saying yeah. is just like, which is exact opposite to being in the school place right. saying horrible things yeah. if all the imagery in the video is horrible oh, and then you're great. rapping yeah. something very clean yeah, you still that, yeah. your fans would like still probably old, dig uh, that death row um from like the mid '90s, there was yes. like when gangster rap was starting to get really big with you know Ice Cube and yeah. uh, West Coast and stuff, and that was all just hate kill, hate kill stuff. And yeah, they had videos in like meat houses, like slaughterhouses, yeah, yeah. and just dripping blood, and it it brought this like metal because I'm I'm big into metal music, like really right. hard and punk and stuff like that. So yeah, if we could bring that a bit 
I like Simon and Garfunkel sweet. a lot. Um, <laughs> He's kind of a cute guy. great poets. Yeah. Hello, darkness. No, but the. Uh, <laughs> Well, but you know, uh, who's it? Lars from Metallica would even say that, like, if you guys keep doing, like, I'm gonna fuck your mother. I don't, you know, I, I'm gonna yeah. give her a new cunt. Keep you freestyling, know. Dave. Keep I, it going. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's well, good, man. Whatever, whatever. I, Drop a beat if you want. I, I, please, okay. Dave, keep going. I I'm get loving it. I that. Get, no. I want to hear Darren and Dave rap. I'm never gonna rap because I don't want to. Okay, for, well, <laughs> whenever if I'm ever out and this song uh, "Hypnotized" by Biggie Smalls comes nice. on, I always have to remind myself. Dave, you're white. Don't get too into this song. Yeah. Just, or don't, like, publicly get into it, because it, it's a great song. But, I mean, like, Lars from Metallica even said this once in an interview, that, like, if you keep on doing the same thing, that's also another form of selling out. Mm -hmm. Like, if you you got to go in different directions to keep True. staying creative. Yeah. Now, I mean, uh, I almost think it would be just as funny if you, if you put out the two songs that you've already done, but then just, like, bleep over all the swear words, because it yeah. would be just a festival of beats. Well, yeah, but we definitely want to do the um, the clean version of Weez Hod, like, take the whole song and kind of... Yeah. Match it, match Maybe, it, and, and, and just it. leave. Put in, you know, <laughs> when do I'm done, you know like... I'm leaving her a nice note you yeah. know, instead of something horrible that's said in that. What was thing. the actual line? What was the I line? don't think we can say it on this show. Uh, uh, no, this you can say it. Say, say it. it. Oh, you can say it. Be when yeah. I'm done, you know I'm coming in her sliced throat. You know, replace that with leaving her a nice note. Right. And, you know, did, like that's a fun they idea, too. did that with all videos back in the 90s. I remember when he had horrifying lyrics, and they just change it to from motherfucker to melon farmer. Yeah, like just to be stupid and make a point. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Father was always a good farmer. one too. But I think that we're only again we're only two songs in. Like again, we always say that people are like, "What are you, you going to do about it being a one note joke?" We're like, "Well, uh, Mob Deep uh, has like thirteen albums or yeah. whatever of the same. Yeah, like you know, so it's just it's the same thing of, yeah, over and over same, again. Not to say that they do the same thing over and over. They do. They have some songs where they get nice and poetic and they talk about you know their family life and stuff. But then like the hit or you know the real meat and potatoes of the album is all you know yeah. girls, guns, girls, girls, and, and guns, blood, and, 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 and that yeah. kind of stuff. Like at the end, if someone ended up like if someone watched one of your videos, what do you want them to walk away with, thinking that these are two like scared little kids that have these hip hop like uh, sort of you know like uh, I don't know what what you like murderers yeah. inside them or like the other way around that like that they're they're they are like I want these them to laugh first, I think, right, and then appreciate the rhymes secondary that we can actually rap, but then also I think the over with what you're trying to say is basically. That it's a there's a bit of a commentary here where we are we were just little kids wanting to do a song for the talent show, so we found music because when you're that young you only really listen to what your parents you're kind of a product of your environment. Right. When you start to get twelve or thirteen, you start to like your own stuff, and what we found was violent gangster rap, and we didn't know that we just thought that was a genre of music we could do at the talent show. So it's a bit of a you know there's a commentary of of kids being brainwashed with you know violence and drugs and blah blah blah. There's it's minor, but we want them to like yeah. the song though. Like I mean, because we're writing songs, like yeah. we have yeah. beats and like we're we're trying to write in a rhythm that's pleasing to the ear and all that jazz or whatever. So like ultimately, I don't even sometimes people are like, I didn't even laugh that hard, but I just. That was good rapping. I'm like, yeah. If they want to bump it perfect, in the car, yeah. game on. If Fantastic. they want to laugh, game on. Right, I don't, right. I don't really mind. I it. think you get pulled over if you if you were blasting <laughs> yeah. that. I'm just like, sweet. You know. Yeah. Okay, so we we just have about two minutes left. So what's cool. the future for you guys? And then we're gonna obviously gonna push everything in terms of website. So what's going cool. on sure, after yeah. this drops? Um, yeah. Again, Kick we're it. gonna have a lot of stuff coming out on the channel. So we've got like a bunch more videos. We're gonna release a, an Indiegogo video on our channel and on Indiegogo to raise money for our third music video. Okay. Because it's a bit of an ambitious project and. Uh, 
And yeah, we have like we have some shows coming up in the city, but I think a big goal is to get get into some colleges later this year and to try and start applying for bigger festivals mm-hmm. for 2013. Try and get on stuff like Just for Laughs, or try and get on any any, any national festival that we can get on in any way. To, yeah, mainly comedy. We find it works best at, at comedy shows where people are kind of sitting and ready to listen. Right, and they can also expect some kind of edginess as opposed right. to a music show where sometimes it catches them completely off guard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically a lot of content coming out on the channel. And, and so the channel is YouTube slash Rick and Chuck? Yeah, YouTube.com slash Rick and Chuck. Okay. And uh, we'll be at the Rivoli on Tuesday. We'll be in uh, Hamilton on the 23rd doing a show at the Casbah Lounge. Okay. And uh, yeah, we're going to try and launch a tour, uh, I believe, with Comedy Records uh, with Dave Merhaj and Tricks. Uh, called the Parents Just Don't Understand Tour, and we're gonna try and get that into yeah. uh, try and get that nice. into some colleges later this year for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, so thanks for coming in, guys. Thank uh, you people so much, want yeah. to uh, check out this video. Unfortunately, we can't play any of it. And I want to make sure you know that that's how uh, out there it is. So go to youtube.com uh, slash Rick and Chuck, Wee's Innocent, and then once you're done watching that, watch Wee's Hard, and then you've got the two in a row to check out. Thank you Absolutely. so much. You gotta, get, you gotta get banned from YouTube. That's your next step. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm scared to get banned because that's where all the hits. It's uh, tough. You to can get flag banned. it as inappropriate, but I know that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, because I don't want it to get kicked off. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, you guys. At least your life isn't as sad as ours. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is stand-up comedian Pete Zedlacher, and you are listening to Laugh Attack on Sirius XM Radio. Listen! Wipe off your face. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, everybody. Uh, we're back from break. That was Rick and the Chuck in the studio. Uh, Rick and Chuck and... Rick and the Chuck. Rick and the Chuck <laughs> in the studio. Uh, that's what I, I call him Chuck. One so guy, and he's working on a lathe. That's right. It's, now it's a, it's a ventriloquist act. It's yeah. Rick and the Chuck. And the Chuck. And joining us in the studio now is a comedy writer from Now Magazine, Glenn Sumi. And I'm going to let Dave do the introduction to that. Oh, well, I... You know, I'm honored, I, uh, Dave. Wow. Oh, don't be honored. Uh, well, <laughs> we I also back. wanted to say, I also wanted to say that, uh, you know, when uh, Glenn is not uh, pushing his uh, uh, gay liberal uh, left-wing agenda. You are also the uh, comedy reporter for uh, Now Magazine. Now, you were originally the, uh, the the dance critic for that? No, I was hired as a theater writer. A theater yeah. writer. And then, you know, Daryl Young used to write about dance and uh, comedy. Yeah, I know Daryl Young. Yeah. You know, Daryl, yeah. what's Daryl? Yeah. Have you seen Daryl lately? I think uh, yeah. he spends a lot of time on the Danforth, mm-hmm. and that's all yeah. I know. I he lived up there. Yeah, but anyhow, he, he I think he was fired, or he was let go, or something, and, and while he was... While he was away, I was filling in, you know, with his beat, with which was comedy uh, and dance, and then I just sort of took that over. So I, I cover theater, I cover comedy, I cover dance, and I cover movies, and occasionally things like books too. So, so I don't really have much of a life. Oh, well, that, but yeah. I mean, that's a good life. You just have to watch other people's <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. and then talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Does it ever bother <clears throat> you? Now, I always know because you know comics always get their uh, ass tied in a knot when it comes to. Uh, uh, you know, reading their reviews and stuff like that, and mm. sometimes I just want to like wake who? them up and just say, "Listen, mm. what? Well, lots. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I don't know. I, 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 I pointed at Darren. Sure. Really? Yeah. Might I yeah. say, I? it's actually nice to it's really finally nice. this meet you. This is the first you. time that you two have met. This is the first time we met face to face. I've been reviewed a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, you seem way less intimidating off the paper. Uh, let me tell you, right. you seem so cute and nice. <laughs> but, oh. but do you ever want to just say, "Listen, I'm just one person, and I'm just giving my opinion, and don't take it so hard." I well, mean, I, yeah, I like, guess I think that's understood. No, yeah. but well, I mean, I guess there are so few, so few people actually writing about comedy Absolutely. in this city. Yeah, yeah. 
that it's tough, that, you know, I, I don't like being one of the only voices out there. But, uh, you know, I mean, I've got a lot of background behind it. Just the fact that I go to, you know, 250 theater shows a year. Right. Uh, you know, I, I like seeing things on stages. Uh, I, I will probably look at it differently than somebody who only goes to comedy. You know, I'm looking to see if there's an arc or if there's, you know, a persona. I'm not going to think that the person you are there is who you really are. You know, your persona right. or whatever. Right. But uh, no, I love this job, and uh, you know, I, and, and and it is so tough. It is tough when you have to write about something or someone, and you didn't entirely like it. I mean, obviously, I want to like everything that I see. I do. I, that, that's how I start off. I mean, I, I wouldn't be doing this if I if I you know didn't like it. Um, and then I think, well, hmm, I think this could have been better. I thought that that could have started off better. But but I mean, it's it's fascinating. I mean, it's one of the best parts of my job is okay. Comedy. The, the one the one thing I did want to bring up before we go too far into individuals <laughs> and individual cases, for you, what's the difference? Um, how important is it to be a position of authority versus just a regular comedy patron, right? Because a regular comedy patron who may review a show has no background, like you just said, you have that background. So you're reporting on a show with that authority so you know it's kind of like a weird situation where it's like you may know something and the everyday person reading it doesn't so do you have to take that into account or you just say no like, I just go for my position of authority I, I don't get so like you no, know, it's like, like if, if, if you had like a, a vast knowledge and a huge right. sort of frame of reference when it comes to comedy like if you've studied your comedy history and you're criticizing something how important is it uh, you know as being like an authority on comedy as opposed to just being the everyday Joe who just sits down and watches a, a show like who? It, I, I mean, I, I I can't not draw on the experience. You know, if I've seen somebody perform a, a number of times, you know, well, right. you know, they've really improved. They've turned the corner, whatever, whatever you right. say. You know, and that's happened many times. I remember, you know, I remember, I remember people like Nikki Payne and Deborah DiGiovanni, who I, you know, both liked. And then they turned a corner, and I thought, "Wow, they're really good now." And then, you know, and there there have been like sketch troops that were really slick. People like the Imponderables and stuff that I would review every year, a couple years or so, and I just thought they were okay. You know, they look good. The package is good. The the production value is really good. And then they turned a corner, and the writing got good. And that was my problem before. So you know, of course, I'm going to draw on that. Whereas you know, somebody seeing for them them for the first time might not no but uh, you know because I mean, the, the reason I bring that up is because like <clears throat> for example in Christina's case when you reviewed a show you were there to see the headliner and then right, there was people yeah. opening the show like <laughs> six or seven comics and there was a debate on, on Facebook about your review that night because some comics uh, which I disagreed with felt that the people in the middle of a show should get a little slack because they're probably working on something whereas the headliner is there to do the show and my point is if I'm a comedy patron I don't look at it that mm. way. I just see everybody as just this is the show and this is them doing their best. And you can't say, well, in a review, they were probably working on something new if you were just a regular comedy patron, right? You, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, true. Like I, I agree with that. Yeah, like, I, you know, I'm going to approach a new material night or something totally different. I probably wouldn't even right. write about that. You know, right. I mean, that, right. that's, you know, hands off. But for that night, that particular night, when was it in March or something? <laughs> it was like a Wednesday February. or Thursday. February. I think it was in February. Yes. Um, and, and it was like, I think the point of the article was, you know, uh, is there such a thing as a bad audience? Because it was, you know, midweek. Right. Uh, it, was, it wasn't much of a crowd there. People right. didn't seem to be drinking. And I, I just, you know, and I saw who was it? Alex Nussbaum started yeah. it off. And mm -hmm. I thought, ooh, he had some pretty good material, and nobody laughed. And he just... So in that case, it was like, hmm, you know, uh, a couple of people came on. They didn't do very well. And then Dom Perret came on, and he, he, got, a, he got some laughs. And I thought, sure. hmm. 
so maybe it's not maybe it's not the audience you know because I've always wondered you know and 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 in that case I was just I was just uh, you know I, I was like everybody else in the comedy room you know why you're there they have paid money why you know why why not, aren't you not getting into it yeah yeah, yeah. well it's just so, yeah I mean I I do think that there are bad crowds but mm. um, if, yeah no I'm, I think yeah. a bad crowd is a small crowd I feel like mm. when there's a lot of people in the room there's an energy that goes through it and it's just yeah. it's so much not fun. always but a small I crowd, disagree really I, disagree. I definitely think that I think a big crowd I I feel like it's hard I don't think that anybody can suck in a, a big, big crowd. crowd can be a mob of idiots yeah. And drunken yeah. idiots, whereas a smaller crowd of 40 or 50 people, you can really cut out that attentive. drunken idiot. They're attentive because yeah. they know it's not a big crowd, <clears throat> so there is a different situation. I'm not saying I do better in smaller crowds, but I don't have to chase away that mob mentality, which comes along with a lot mm. of comedy clubs when over 200 people are there because they don't have enough security. They're not telling mm. them to be quiet. We've all been to that show where mm. headliner's doing great, and then that corner starts talking, and then it just becomes like a disease all the way through the crowd. That, to me, is a problem. I mean, I felt really bad about that. You know, when you wrote that letter, that blog post, Christine, you know, <laughs> when you said that you were drinking and you were crying, I just, I felt terrible. And it, this was before I finished reading it, but... Uh, it was my first time ever getting reviewed, uh, so it was it was interesting for me. But then, you know, I took it as a lesson, obviously, because I went back throughout that day, and I looked at the things right. I did that day, and I did not try. Like, I went shoe shopping. I was buying coffee. <laughs> but that's totally okay. I, I don't think well, you have anything to apologize about. Went to right. Girl uh-huh. Fitness. It's... I did Babes with Balls. Like, I... <laughs> didn't do anything that day like have, i really felt like i was scattered and, well, it's, and you know what it's my all, doing that set was just it's a all, reason to be out and go for drinks with rebecca kohler afterwards it's like, all right it's all right to, to be it's all right to mm-hmm. be scattered if that's a part of your process <laughs> of putting a, a joke mm-hmm. together or something like that but uh like one issue that i sort of am finding that uh, both with audience members and sometimes and yourself as, as a critic is uh like there's been times where you've t- i don't know t- tweeted i guess about a, and reviewed a bit of a show when none of the comics even knew that you were in the room so we're not necessarily like showcasing for you it's sort right, of like yeah. go it's like if you to but go should watch we? I don't know. Oh, see that's another so, thing where I don't agree yeah. should we know that he's in the room a regular know, I, audience member is paying the 15 or 20 dollars and they're not telling you they're in the room why does he have to announce that? Well, because I mean, we might do a different set and and, see, and be a little bit more that, on our but, game if yeah. no, you know what the whole if we know that we're going to get reviewed. Hey, let him answer. I agree. Let him answer. No, let him answer. I, yeah, no, this is interesting, and I was thinking the same thing after the Tracy McDonald thing, right? Because what was the Tracy McDonald. Tracy thing? McDonald. I, I, you know, she, she knew. She told me that she was coming. She was headlining. I hadn't seen her in like year. I don't even know if I'd ever seen her headline before. Right. Um, so I so then I I think I booked through Yucks, but I tweeted that day I was going to be there. Blah blah blah. And then she said, "Great, whatever." So not only that, but then I went to the washroom. Somebody somebody was dying on stage, and I went to the washroom, and I knew she was on. <laughs> came back right then, right after, and she was right there. And what am I supposed to say? And she looked at me. So I, you know, shook her hand. Hi, nice to meet you. Right before she went on. And she told me after, you know, she told me afterwards that that sort of freaked her out a little oh, bit. Wow. And yeah. I'm just Lots thinking. Lots of things freak out Tracy, yeah. to be fair. But yeah. you know yeah, what? Light bulbs. What? And, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I shouldn't have tweeted that I was going to be there and I should just do something after. Because I don't want to play with somebody's head. I don't, you know. No, yeah, I do right. think it's good that you tell people you're going to be there. And really? to be fair, even though on yeah. that Thursday night, I knew you were going to yeah. be there. But I was like, 
Oh, he's not going to care about me. He's not going to pay attention. I I thought maybe he'd go to the bathroom during my set. I wasn't worried. I'm not not saying it's wrong for him to do it. You can choose to do it. I just don't think you have to do it if you don't want to. That's the difference. For me, like I knew you were going to be there the night you were reviewing Eddie Delaseppi. I did not change my act whatsoever. That was the material I was working on. That's the material I presented. And then the funniest thing about that night is when you Twittered afterwards, I was sitting with Eddie Delaseppi and Kate Davis, and uh, he was reading your tweets and I said I guarantee you'll call me a bully and you called me a bully well you half are an wrong. hour later you called me a bully you and are, I said did that I said your your act yes, your persona yeah, yes yeah. yes yes yeah well yeah well, well he is a bully you kind I of, have uh, a question now, from one, th- one thing uh, there I, I wanted to say that we were talking <laughs> about uh uh, when we're talking about the, you know, the, the knowledge that a critic must have over right. just your average person, it's like I remember you did a, uh, a review of Steve Levine at the Laugh Resort ages ago, yeah, and, and you like actually ten and, years and, ago. and you said, well, ten years—that's yeah. a long yeah. time—and I'm sure that you've learned a lot more about comedy that, uh, since then. But um, you said that uh, Steve Levine had some uh, insightful and observational um, bits about airplane food <laughs> and eating in an airplane. And I know that the comic that I read this to probably Darren. <laughs> was sort of like, oh, what the fuck? If he doesn't know that airplane food and airplane talking and airplanes are fucking hacks up. Yeah, that probably like, was me. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, every every comedian knows that like, you know, airplane mm. food is like, a, roll your eyes in the back of your head a couple of times because it's the most, you know, regurgitated Sorry, subject. Dave, I was really green back then. Well, <laughs> but there you go. I wasn't jaded. But, <laughs> but you know, you, you can watch a Halifax special and there'll be a comedian on that that, that is still doing a, uh, a yeah. joke of, oh, my uh, airplane seat goes far this back and oh, it goes up far this back. No, but I remember, what's safe yeah. and it's just I mean they're hacky subjects, but the average person might just I really also, love them. I remember seeing Brent Butt do, you know, like a coffee, a latte kind of joke when, when it had been so old, but he did something with it. Yeah. And so, you know, well, I yeah. pointed that out. Right. But that's Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Right. does lots of brilliant stuff with topics that have been already picked over a thousand times. It's not like you can't do the topic. Yeah. You just better do something with it. Exactly. Yeah. Now we before you came on the show, I sent you an email because I wanted to, you know, let you know of a few things we were going to talk about. And the one thing I wanted to talk about, because you already just touched on it you were so kind of green back then 10 years ago and has there ever been like like you now you're you know 10 12 years in and do you ever look back at some of your reviews and go you know what if i had the knowledge now that i did back then Mm. i might not have praised it as much or i might have praised it more i didn't know is it ever because as you grow older and watching more shows you just your knowledge expands so what what do you think about that i don't know i mean uh you know, I, I, I look back at the people that we did cover stories on, you know, way back then. I remember, you know, the Atomic Fireballs with, like, Sam B and stuff and, right. you know, early early things. You know, Gavin Crawford, when I did, like, what, 10, 11 years ago? Yeah. Um, well, you know, and, I don't I mean, yeah, I mean, there's the Steve Levine thing, but also, you know, I remember Tim, Tim Steves. I loved right out of the gate. You yeah. Know, the first time I saw. And, you right. know, and that's one of the great things about this job when you see people. Well, I mean, by that time, he had been, you know, like mid career, obviously. But I love seeing, you know, just the raw talent. Like people who, you know, it's not like some this Alex Pavone guy who I, I've been seeing lately. Right. <laughs> right. He's got, you know, he's like this bundle of energy he comes on i know he can do like three or five minutes or whatever but i'm thinking okay i want to see you sustain that for 20 right. minutes i want right. to see if you can do that and um but you know i mean i i what, what what i was saying before you know seeing these people when they do make that turn or whatever uh it is so satisfying so uh you know is it is it me that i've changed my tastes have changed or have they just evolved i mean nikki payne works a fucking lot like mm-hmm. she evolved a lot deborah too i mean you know, uh, what else? Uh, you know, and then there are people that I've never really warmed to. I mean, you know, Terry Clement, 
I I don't know. There's something about See, it. See, I was going to bring up a quote about Terry Clement because really? okay. I'm a big fan of Terry Clement. And, what? Yeah. I, and I'm, I remember, love to be, yeah. I remember the quote that you did about wow. Terry 10 years ago. And to this day, <laughs> I would still call you on it because what yeah, you said what was you called him one of the mm-hmm. worst of the year. Yep. Okay. And you said that uh, he's trying too hard to be Tom Green and Jason Rouse. Mm. But, hmm. but unfortunately, they're both smart. Now, I'm friends with Jason Rose, very good friends. Then he's not and, that and, smart. And, and, and <laughs> Just, my, kidding, my, my, my attitude about, my, my, my line about that is, and I love Jay and we're brothers and I support Jay, but when did Jay start doing Kierkegaard jokes? Because very what? few people That's would consider- book learning smart. Though. No, but, but, but when you use the word smart, yeah. not a lot of people right. use that term sure. for Jason Rouse. And if you're going to use that as a barometer against someone like Terry Clement- then you have to, because very similar in styles and in terms of what they were doing, especially back then. I knew both the racks very well. Yeah. And to say that, to say, hey, I don't like Terry Clement, that's mm-hmm. fine. But then to say Tom Green and Jason Rouse is smart comparatively, that's mm-hmm. why I say the Kierkegaard. Where is the significant difference to the level of comedy that they're doing? Uh, I mean, the the misdirection that, that Jason Rouse was doing, I thought was very sophisticated, you know, uh, with the, whatever was the, the, the abusive dad stuff. Sure, you yeah. know, I mean, T- Terry Clement, I just, I just thought he was being a goof. I don't know. I mean, I, I did like his Fringe show that he did with Nicky Payne last right. year, I thought, uh, but, you know, I mean, he's, I hate to single him out too, but you put me on the spot. Well, no, I'm I'm just saying like that's I've read reviews that you've done I've agreed with and I've read ones that I don't and that's going to happen with anyone. Well, Tracy Morgan apparently you you totally disagree, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, my my point about <laughs> Tracy Morgan is is that uh, first of all I'm not a, I'll say this I'm a fan of Tracy Morgan when he does panel and I'm a fan of when he acts. Right, uh, the yeah. stand up special I saw a few years ago I thought was terrible mm-hmm. and I'm not a fan of him as a stand up. Mm-hmm. But what I found interesting is I was wondering when I read your review on it because I put it on Facebook and I said I'd like to know if someone else went because mm. I never went to that show. Right. And then I heard from people that did went and said that they found it funny. But how much of someone when you review Tracy Morgan is you're going in going I know what I'm getting with him and is he playing that? Right? Because Tracy's stand-up is a specific thing in a specific way. And whether I like it or not, I wonder because months earlier he got in trouble for doing the anti-gay stuff. You are a gay person, right? So I was wondering, a man. reviewing it. A no, man. but what I'm saying is... Is he outing me? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I am. But, but my question is, do you think you went in there with clear eyes or do you think oh, you probably God, thought? Absolutely. I'm a big fan. I love him on 30 Rock. Right. I, like, I liked him on SNL uh, and I had never seen a stand-up act. So, okay. you know, so I wasn't biased. I, it was not like, you know, I, well, I hate his stand-up. I'm, I'm just, I want to write a one-end review. Um, I just thought, you know, I, I, first of all, he, I don't think he had stand-up background before. So he's not used to playing smaller clubs. He's not used to dealing with hecklers and things yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't think he did. I, I think he started off in sketch. I think uh, I think he might have been one of those New York comics that just has, really? like, a very short set that he just mm-hmm. showcases with. Right. I don't know if he's ever been, like, the touring, a headlining touring comic. I don't know that. Uh, but I mean, it just—it just seemed masturbatory. I mean, he, you know, and it seemed—it was hateful. I mean, there was a reason why he asked. He kept asking a woman in the front row, you know, uh, "Give me your sex moan or something," and she was laughing like this, you know, "Oh, I can't do it, I can't do it." But you know, fuck, if I were a woman there, I would have been terrified. I wouldn't have wanted to do it after the the material that he gave, you know, about you know jamming his cock into women's mouths and stuff over and over. And I know it's his act, but uh, you know, it seemed like a, it seemed like a psych. Psychotherapy session to me. It seemed hateful. It seemed only for him, 
and he was walking away with the money. Like it just, it just was not. I, 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 I just didn't get the joy in stand up from him. See, um, I think Tracy's the kind of guy that, uh, and and I, I don't know his stand up because I don't his stand up back because I don't think he really has one. I think he's just mm. he's created the, he's he's been given this fame through other uh, you know mediums right. like uh, yeah. you know and and he's hilarious on the Howard Stern show. I, sure, he's the best guest on there. And but I mean. I think it's a matter of like, you know, even like a guy like Dave Foley, who's, you know, someone came up to him and said, hey, you're from the kids in the hall or you're from 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Here's a chunk of money. Uh, just go out on stage for a while. And I think Dave Foley does have a stand up mm-hmm. pass. And Tracy Morgan does have one, but probably he just sort of leans back on what people kind of expect from him. But I think a lot of people that go to see him just expect the guy from 30 Rock mm-hmm. and don't don't want to see anyone else. Where, where do you stand, Darren? No, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just. I wasn't there, so I never took a shot of saying you were wrong. I wanted to hear from people that were there, and like I said, there were some people that went saying, I laughed because I knew exactly what I was expecting, and I got Mm -hmm. it, and that's what I got from Tracy Morgan. It's like, you know, you don't go see One Direction expecting, like, Midnight Oil lyrics. You go see it for what you get, and, uh, you know, you weren't going there for that because you didn't know his past, so you're like an everyday person reviewing that show with no knowledge. And as far as, you know, the hateful stuff, I mean, listen to the, the Rick and Chuck stuff. I think those well, guys are hilarious. Well, that was going to be my next point. Those my guys next point. are hilarious. You know, yeah. because it, it's a persona, and at the end of both of those videos, you know, there are these insecure little little kids, and uh, you know, and I think that gives you so that gives them so much insurance. I think you know. But I mean, like, but have you seen their latest video? Now, yeah, I, I sort of, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, innocent, I'm not yeah. on the fence. I'm, I'm, a, I'm on the side are that you? they don't show off the innocent side to make up oh, for the, the no, I was listening to that part. Side. Well, what about the part when the, the parents go upstairs and then they're playing no, like, I, with their trucks? That's their first. That's their oh, first, that the first, first one. one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. the one where they where they tie the school teacher well, no, to but, the, the chair and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but at the end, at the end, that you know, these girls tell them that they're losers and they start crying for like a good twenty seconds. That is not endearing, you know. I don't, I don't and, know. And you re- yeah, okay, so, so so then you're watching the video, and then you think that the class is joining in on them, right? All these people, and then it's in their fant- it's in their you know they're well, fantasizing about this. That's yeah, really but that's sad, sort of like that's, that's, that's like, like that's like giving a comedian a pass because he's done the whole like you know twenty minute misogynistic set, and at the end mm-hmm. of it he goes like, "Hey, but uh, I got women a sm- are people too. I got a small <laughs> dick, and uh, I'm bringing it back in on myself." It's sort of like well, you, all that shit that you do at the end doesn't wash away the fact that you did that you just called women cunts for like twenty minutes right. and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I give them a pass just for the cumcushion word. Like, I just thought that was hilarious. Cumcushion's good, actually. Uh, yeah. That works for me. <laughs> but what, what about, like, a guy like, uh, like uh, who's gotten into trouble before, but, like, a guy like Aaron Berg, who, um, you know, a lot of people, I mean, he, he does throw a lot of homophobic words around in his act. Uh, I don't. I, mind. I mean, I, I really don't mind if it's funny. If it's funny, but if it's hateful, you, you where, do you, tell, where do you draw the line from hateful to funny? I don't know. I think it's you know if there's an honesty about the material, if there's a sincerity. I don't. I don't know, Dave. I mean, I, I don't. You can you can kind of tell. Uh, you know who was it? Who you know? Uh, even what eight years ago? You know, comics at at Yox would be would be saying you know that's so gay or whatever. That's so gay. Like you know, yeah. you don't hear it as much now. But, well, because uh, there's not as many things that are so gay. <laughs> I mean, really. The list is Besides much smaller. You, have you been on the internet? <laughs> I wish I was gay. Oh, oh man, I would get so much more shit done. I wouldn't have to worry about, oh, there's a dude who can go and have some fun. But, oh, Dave, i got to say to you. I wouldn't have to try to figure out women so much. I have to say, whenever, you know, there's a really, really hot summer day, I always think of your, your goth phone-in joke. The yeah. goth phone-in one? Yeah. Or, 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 or the gay jean shorts joke. Oh, wait. No, the oh, goth at the fair. No, the, 
the goths, yeah. yeah. The goths of the fair, yeah. 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 Always think of that. It's a lot of commitment to those clothing, though. I know. I said the same thing, though, on a couple episodes about Hasidic Jews, though. Yeah. How come they don't have any shorts or anything like that? I yeah. just think, you know, you're born in this world naked, so why not? But, uh, and also the jean shorts jokes. I haven't gotten a clear answer for that yet. Either. When did jean shorts become gay? What's the cutoff point? I have a couple questions <laughs> oh, yeah, for my little social media yeah. action. Okay, Twitter. Wow. Um, oh, this is the Twitter and Facebook action. Okay, Johnny Guardhouse asked, like, how do you get you to go and see their show if you're a comedian? Yeah, I mean, just tell me about it, because often, you know, there's so many shows on any given night. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a tough thing, because I've also got, you know, the theater gig and dance. And, and, and often theater is tough because there's, you know, so many, um, you know, I've got to review the thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it like a couple weeks in advance. Cute. I like Johnny. Uh, yeah, yeah Johnny's, Johnny's sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, another question. This is from Tits McGee. Actually, it's Kathleen McGee, but she texted oh, me. Oh, my God. She's, she hates me. She's in she my phone. hated me on oh, this no. show. She, she's in my phone under Tits. <laughs> well, um, but... <laughs> She, uh, she, she wrote a question for you. What? No. Yeah. This is her question. Yeah. And this is I'm just I'm reading this right off my phone. Ask Glenn Samey why they started reviewing comedy so much more after Rob Ron Sparks wrote that letter to now. I mean, there was some truth to that. I wasn't going to as much. I you really were wasn't. not. Yeah, you were I not. Wasn't. And we no, actually I called mean, you on that as well. Yep. Yeah, on this show. No, yeah. I know. I mean, you know, I, hey, I'm out, you know, I am seeing, you know, between two hundred and fifty and three hundred shows a year. And, you know, comedy can be a one-off kind of thing, you know, and it's mm-hmm. different every night. And if I have to review things, um, you know, but, but theater. That, that's fine as a defense for yeah. you personally. But then mm-hmm. shouldn't now magazine kind of step up and get someone else involved? I mean, right? Darren, Darren, we're also in the media, you know, like, you know, a newspaper, sure. you know, like, you know, the newspaper industry has changed so of course, much. Of course. Uh, there are a lot of bloggers out there. People aren't hiring in the industry, you know. Right. I, and you know, somebody said on Twitter too, you know, he's stretched too thin, and I am, and I'm going out to a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing Are is, you going to be I, okay? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not <laughs> after this. Do you, want a, do you want a massage? You need a little puddle down here. Um, oh, no. But no, you know what? Yeah, I, that that was valid. That was valid. I wasn't going to as much. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I would be going to the Second City thing. I'd be going to you know just for laughs and things. But. Uh, uh, you know, and I've got some other gigs too. I, I do this like Saturday for over the thing. years. Like what I and mm-hmm. I, I've never said this, but I know that the word is there was this almost consensus that you're kind of anti yucks in terms of you weren't going to the club very much. But I think that was you I weren't. Was, you weren't. I was anti yucks. Anti yucks. Anti yucks for a while. Wow. But I, I don't think you were that as much as like you said. You have so much other things to do. I'm not mm-hmm. letting you off the hook on that. But what I'm saying is, I just think when you've got dance and you've got other things to do. Mm-hmm. See, comics are a very weird breed of people. No, and that really, is, really. And, and, and I have the, not, in exactly. 14 years of doing this, I have not <laughs> right. realized that. And what, <laughs> I mean, and what I say to a lot of young comics, because yeah. they get their noses out of joint and whatever, is that you can't expect someone to take as serious as what you do as what they have to do. Meaning we take it all so super serious. Stand-up comedy is the number one art. It's bigger of than course, dance. Yeah. It's bigger than this because we are inside it. But when someone outside isn't having that same feeling or ability to do that, that's when they start going, burn the burn now magazine down or burn the White House, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's what happens, and I'd been burned a couple of times too because people were saying, "Hey, you got to come see my show. You got to see come see my show." And then I would, and they weren't there yet, and I just thought, "Well, fuck! Why did I waste my time?" Right. You know, and that happens with anything. It happens with you know an independent theater company too, sure. or yeah, you know, space is limited in a, in, a, in a magazine like that. You can only do space so many shows. And time and, and yeah, but uh, but I think Twitter has changed that considerably. Absolutely, and you find out about you know you find out about things, yeah. and you know even if yeah, because I don't think I reviewed the Eddie Delisepe show. I mean, I think I right. just I wrote some notes on Twitter sure. or whatever. 
because um, it's like you know it's a lot of I I, I, yeah. I really do I have to think about it you know right. uh, go over my notes and stuff you know I have my notes from the shows that I saw each one of you in right here uh, right. oh my god um, I'm no, scared of that notebook no. now <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not I know oh it's going to burn god. after the show <laughs> Oh my I've god! Always, Somebody yeah. get me a bottle I've of wine. I've always said the same thing about reviewers. When I in two thousand and five, when I did Just for Laughs, yeah. and uh, was reviewed on the Nasty Show, and and oh. and also the Gala, um, the one person really trashed me on the Nasty Show, which I don't agree with because he called me John Panette without the punch. And my whole thing is, you can review someone, that's fine, as long as you're on target. Yeah. Uh, meaning, that's pretty much calling me a fat guy without punchlines, which I don't <laughs> agree with. No, and of that's course, not true at all. Right, but. One person did review me negatively, and I agreed with her. She said, all he does is scream. Mm. And my attitude is, if that's all you're taking from it, I can't argue with that. I'm a loud guy. I'm a brash guy on stage. That's my persona, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. That's a fair shot. Whereas the other one, I didn't think was fair. And comics are, like I said before, kind of touchy when negative things are said. And I don't, I don't run away from any review. I've submitted all my stuff to Now Magazine, all my DVDs, never been reviewed. But, you know, that's the way it is. Now, uh, well, that, I mean, Darren brings up a good point, that if you went and went out and reviewed Darren years ago when he was Funny Pant Darren and... Which he doesn't even know about. You don't know about his former alter ego? The no, it started, it started before I mean, you took over. Okay. Right. But he, Darren used to be a much more wacky, a much more sort of crowd-friendly, is yes, that correct? Yes. Okay. A much more crowd-friendly sort of comic, and... Uh, uh, and then he, he shifted and he changed, but like when he was the sort of more wacky, crowd-friendly guy, he wore funny pants all the time. Wow. Not, I mean, how yeah, was yeah, 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 funny it was pants. Terrible. But then, but like, what if you reviewed him uh, then, and mm. Darren kept on sending his DVDs in and wanted to get reviewed again? And oh, but uh, I thought he was funny pants. Yeah, yeah. and and you still kept thinking, oh well, you're you're oh, the what, funny pant, Darren. I'm not going to. Uh, why reviewed you once? And but do, mean, do you give but, guys second chances as far as going out and what? seeing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, one of the most interesting things was I, I reviewed, who was it, Dave Merhej yes. uh, and Ali Hassan. Mm -hmm. When I was, who was it? It was Arthur Simeon. Was it the yeah. We Ain't Terrorist yeah. show? Right, the We Ain't Terrorist show. And, you know, I had seen I had seen uh, Dave do uh, some short bits or whatever, and I thought he was okay. He was uh, he was fine. And then I thought, oh, you know, it'll be good. It'll be like a half hour. And um, I didn't hold back. I mean, I just thought I didn't think it was very funny. I said, uh, you know, he's laughing at his jokes a lot, which... It's kind of it's kind of weird when the audience isn't laughing that much, but uh, you know, and a lot of a lot of people there, I got the sense knew him, so knew knew his stuff. But he was very, he was really gracious. He and Ali Hassan both were saying, "Hey, you know, can't wait, you know, we're gonna win you over or something," right? right. Which was right. Thought, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I saw that actually. That and was cool. That they... I thought, yeah. You know, I mean, secretly they're probably telling their friends, you know, what an asshole or whatever. But you know, yeah, this, they is, this is great. Are. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's smart of them, and I will go. I, I want to. I want to see them. You know, turn that corner. I mean, and not just for me, but I, I want to see what what other people obviously are finding are finding funny. Now, uh, I I don't know how much more time we have left. Couple minutes. But, okay. I, I, okay. Just quickly, I was having a conversation with uh, Brian Hat. Uh, who's going to be on the show soon, but uh, yeah, like Brian, we, yeah. we were talking about yeah. uh, comedians and how we try to define our characters on stage, mm. and I said to him that I think one of the hardest things nowadays is to be a straight white male comic and trying to create sort of a, a character that separates yourself from everyone else, because we don't, if, if you're a straight white guy, it's you can't draw in uh, from other places that... Oh, I don't I, know. I, really? Look, I've got, you know, I've got a list of comics that I'm really liking now. Mark DeBonis, Don right. Perret, 
uh, Mark Little. Okay, They're those all... are all gay guys yeah, that you just right. said. They're not, uh, first of all, I'll be the first to say they're not good, good looking enough to be gay. Uh, and second of all, I, don't know, uh, I didn't really have a second point, but yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you totally disagree so, with me? What? Yeah, uh, yeah, I disagree with you. Okay, I th- you know, cool. I think if if you're funny, you're funny, and you will find. I mean, it's about finding your voice. Right. No, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, it's just there's, like I mean, and right. You know, now there's so many gay comics like that. You know, you got to distinguish yourself there as well. You know, because uh, you know you can't. That that that's just not that you're not different anymore. Right. So, I think one of the issues that uh, Darren was talking about when yep. uh, being a part of a magazine is like when when you see a local Toronto sort of grassroots paper like Now Magazine when they have like Robert Downey Jr.'s on the cover and everyone's sort of, a lot of all right. We comedians. talked about this with Scott Thompson when he came on here. Yeah, yeah, and he was just sort of, we were sort of like, really, does Robert Downey Jr. really need to be promoting Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, but I mean, a lot, tons of people watch movies, and that was the, a big release, and you know, it's people love Robert Downey Jr. I mean, were we only gonna have local? I mean, what about music? I guess so, but I'm not. I'm not agreeing with you. I yeah. think that there was a, no, somewhere we, go, an, we have these editorial. Artist. We have these editorial board meetings every, you know, every week, and we discuss it. And I, you know, will fight for people that uh, you know I've been following in, in comedy and just saying, oh, well, f- anything really goes should have a cover on fucking Now Magazine. That's yeah. what should happen. Okay, or it's going to happen. An article. Yeah. When was the last time happen. that comedian was on the cover uh, of Now? Do we know? When was it? Uh, Good question. Know. Arthur Simeon was it? Arthur Simeon. That was a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe it was Arthur. Well, Arthur's was. I don't know if that was the last one, but Arthur's yeah. was a couple of years ago, yeah. Mm. No, has there, there's been there, something since. Has, has there ever been a comic that you've uh, sort of been oh. like, oh, man, this is going to be the next big thing, and then they've just uh, fallen apart? Okay, now, you don't oh. need to say me. Not to I say know name. <laughs> you don't have to say name, but if, what do you if mean there is falling someone. Apart? Well, not, oh, no, not yeah. live through what you thought was going to happen. I, I don't want to answer that. Okay. Oh. Okay. I mean, you could tell me. You could tell me. Well, well, you know, they got a cover, and look what happened to them. Oh, oh no, no, not not even a matter of like, but oh. just in your own personal, like, oh, you like you're saw- watching someone grow, and then it just kind of didn't go to where it was probably going to. And- no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, with but with comedy, what I've realized, and you you, you guys obviously realized too, is so much is fucking luck. Like so well, much is most luck. of it's luck. I know you got to be in the right time. I mean, you have to have the act. You know, you have. Well, I mean, even now that you don't, but, you don't uh, have to have the. Yeah, act. you don't even have to have the. Act. You That's have to bullshit. Have a look. You have to have, you have three to have... minutes on YouTube, yeah. and you have to have a look, and someone yep. wants to suck your cock. That's it. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, that's the well, truth. It's not working out for I'm, me. I'm <laughs> and I and I mean that. I don't mean that like literally. I, I mean in terms of just saying to you, "Oh, you're yeah. so great." I'm tired of it. If one more person tells me I'm great, just pay my fucking rent, cunt. Yeah. That's what I say. It's <laughs> like well, I don't want to hear it. Well, you're on Mr. D this fall, right? Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I can't wait to see you on this. And my cock's hideous, so. Yeah. I know. That Dave, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you don't have a cover, Dave. <laughs> that's right. Mark the bonus and those other three guys, nice cocks. You don't. You're not oh, supposed man. to know who's yes. on the other side of the glory. That's, that's how. <laughs> that is how we make decisions. Yes. All yes. right. On that note, we should probably wrap this up. Um, so, uh, do we have to finish this, or do we have time? We got to wrap it up now, right? So, uh, unfortunately, we are out of time. Glenn Sumi, how do people find out about you? They uh, through Twitter. It's uh, th- uh, Twitter. It's uh, twitter.com/slash/glenn Sumi. G L E N N S U M I. Uh, or nowtoronto.com uh, and I'm also on uh, CTV News Channel every Saturday night around 8.30 I, I talk about entertainment okay oh great cool. and so if people want to get a hold of you comic wise to tell mm-hmm. you to come see a show Twitter or the email uh, tw- yeah Twitter and direct message me or, okay. or yeah I think right. you did that Christina right 
What? Tell me, I, did I've sent you some me? messages you now. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. Well, yeah, we're friends now. We are. We're buddies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are out of time. So uh, thanks for listening this week. Uh, new episodes on iTunes. What are they, Dave? Uh, the uh, the Matt Billen and Tyler Morrison episode from last week is going to be up uh, on iTunes this week. And uh, I've, I've been sort of slacking off. And there'll be the uh, J.P. Nathan episode from uh, the week before is going to be up as well. Okay. And, uh, and and first of all, Glenn, this is a radio show. And then it becomes a podcast. Ooh. You kept on yeah. posting that we were a podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I think yeah, I figured yeah, out. With it. Yeah, halfway through. Um, so, uh, Christina, your Twitter handle, so everyone knows. I'm at Walking Sauce. And Dave, you are? Uh, I'm at Dave Martin World, and I will be in Kitchener, Ontario, with Steve Dillon and Keisha Brownie this, right. uh, this uh, weekend. Well, Come me, and check I'm it out. going nowhere fast, so don't worry about a comedy whore is my Twitter <laughs> handle. And uh, thanks to Frank and Victoria for making us sound good. Uh, we're out of time. Uh, thanks, Glenn, Sumi, for our uh, third interview and uh, third, third segment, and of uh, Rick and Chuck as well. Check out their video, We's Innocent, on YouTube. Until next week, thanks. Yeah, thank you, Glenn, for coming in. Yay! Thanks,